Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. You might be agonizing because your spouse confessed a betrayal and you are absolutely crushed by the weight of that. But we have a safe place here at Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley, and healing after infidelity is possible, but it's a process, Greg, that you can't rush. It's going to take a long time to kind of recover and rebuild, isn't it? It is a journey, and it will take some time. And the good news is, John, we've seen countless couples who have walked through that. You know, we hear couples going, well, in the Bible, God says you can divorce because of infidelity. Well, he he does make it permissible, but it's not a directive. Yeah, and he, he doesn't say this is the best. Right. He's not saying, well, okay, infidelity, you need to divorce. He's he's saying that it's not what I really want for you guys. And, and therefore, that, that recovery process is totally possible. John, we've got something that we call a fair recovery. So you can come to our website and, and grab this download that will give you a game plan hmm. of what to do, not to do, both from both sides, both people in the marriage. How do you matter as individuals and how do you deal with this then as a couple? And we keep painting this picture. It's a long road. But you can get there, and that journey is only going to make you guys stronger. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm thinking of some of the Gulf Coast states. See, see if this analogy works for you. Um, hurricanes come and they wipe out parts of the country. I mean, just absolutely decimate everything there is. Five, ten years later, you can drive through that, and you may not realize the devastation mm-hmm. that they went through. I was in New Orleans. And uh, and they've had so many hurricanes, and there's still a rebuilding process that happens, and there's life, there's vibrancy, there's hope again. That's the way it is for marriage. It takes time, but you can see God work a miracle if you'll go to him. That's the hope we have for you today from Focus on the Family. Let's go ahead and hear a conversation now that Jim Daly and I had with Gary and Mona Shriver. Gary had an affair with one of Mona's friends, but God restored their relationship. And here now they describe their recovery process. Gary and Mona, we've dealt with a lot. Um, Pick up those pieces. How did you get into counseling? What was that like? How honest could you be? How did you respond, Mona? How many days, weeks, months before you were feeling like, okay, I want to try to make this work, where you could be honest about that. We need to speak in the last quarter okay. of, the, of the two days we've been together mm-hmm. about the healing process. Yeah. We ended up at a counselor because of our troubled middle child. And when we met with him, we said, by the way, you ought to know what's going on at our house. And that changed the whole dynamic. I could imagine <laughs> yeah. a counselor yeah. went. Time out. Yeah. And okay. One of yeah. the things he shared with us was the, the kid's not going to be okay till mom and dad are okay. So he encouraged us to put our focus on us and not the kids. My kids watched more TV during that time mm-hmm. than they ever had. Um, we ended up with a really good counselor. He helped us a lot. Honesty was huge. Um, to be transparently honest with one another. And that was a commitment Gary made to me. It was a commitment I made to him. We neither one were going to pretend we were okay if we weren't. So that meant a lot of difficult conversations with some real honesty. Um, Sometimes we would have to go back and apologize for the way we shared that honesty. You know, the biblical mandate is with as much kindness and respect as possible. 
you fail, but you come back and you never apologize for the truth, but you share it as best you can. And, and talking it out is all part of that healing process. Where was that tipping point for you, Mona, where you said, okay, I'm going to be in for the marriage because there must've been a point in time. Maybe it wasn't as, as Mm -hmm. straightforward, right? but you had to say, I'm committed. Right. Um, Probably the big tipping point, and again, I didn't have the words for it at the time. I only knew it had occurred. But there's a moment in time where the spouse who has been unfaithful gets it. Right. I can't define it any better than that, but they get it. You can't fake it. Your betrayed spouse will know when you get it. And I remember a time Gary and I had gone away on a camping trip mm. and we were having one of our conversations. Actually, we were having fun and we were have, and then we got into a conversation and he got it that night. Mm. It was really dramatic. Now, that was after several months of counseling mm-hmm. and several months of talking. When you say he got it, what do you mean? Mostly? Well, he, he, I, I just need, would love to explain that, that in the early stages... I was in a, uh, and this is very common, in a damage control kind of mode and just had lots of energy and could just do and everything. And so as she's getting angry with me or whatever, I kind of maintain through the whole thing. But there comes a point that you get weary because it's just such a long thing. And in this particular instance, um, I remember that it was, I finally saw the gravity. I finally saw the depth of the wound that I caused. I saw daddy's little girl just broken and bleeding and the the devastation that I brought into this. And, uh, and that was something that was, uh, I think I even say it in the book. It was, it, it just hit me like, Oh my goodness, how could I have brought this home? And I knew that I needed to get behind her eyes. And this was for the first time. God was just really revealing and allowing me to get behind her eyes with empathy and compassion as to where she was. And, uh, it took a while you know, because I was in, like I said, that damage control mode and trying to control and do everything. And you just can't. You have to leave yeah. it to the Lord. And when he did open my eyes to that, I could see. And that was in that night. I just I just remember it was uh, a night that I just absolutely broke. And and I think I even say it, it was the night that I held her while well, I cried. Yeah. The, the beauty of that is deep. Mm-hmm. And deep. I want to tie this to God's heart for us because mm-hmm. I think it's critically important. Mona, as you describe it, it's the reality of real repentance. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, what you're saying is when you knew he got it, yes. that's what that is. Yeah. That yeah. is repentance. Yeah. And and what I think betrayed spouses need to understand, too, is that he didn't get it because he's so thick-skulled it took that long. It's because you have to realize what he had done to justify his behavior for three years so he could look in a mirror. Mm-hmm. And those defenses fade away, and it takes time for him to really comprehend, mm-hmm. and a lot, a lot of talking, um, that working together enables him to get behind my eyes and to see what he did. Well, we are grateful to God that uh, for the Shrivers, there was recovery. God did a great work. Uh, Aaron, you speak with couples a lot. Uh, address a couple now that might sense uh, we're a step away from s- one of us doing something stupid here, from mm-hmm. betraying the marriage covenant. Mm-hmm. What can they do for some boundary setting and be proactive about this? Yeah. Well, it's recognizing that any of us can find ourselves in a situation of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. 
it's not like we get a one-time inoculation, uh, you know, to avoid affairs. Yeah. That's not the truth. That's the not how it is. The temptation yes. is not necessarily the sin. It's what you do with that temptation, right? Mm-hmm. So what, what can a couple do if, if one or both of them are feeling like, I'm pretty tempted by that person? You know, it's recognizing it. It's bringing it into the light. And it may be with your spouse, and maybe you'll start confessing that first to a good girlfriend, a good godly girlfriend who can direct you away from that. It's going to your spouse and having those conversations when you're struggling, when it's difficult. Talk to your spouse about your commitment to fidelity, that I am. I want to be a trustworthy person. I want to protect my integrity, and I want to be able to talk about this with you so we can help each other and assist each other in this process. And do you say, and I'm feeling like I'm, I'm kind of tempted by this person at work? I think that's so incredibly healthy. Oh, I want that I'm, foster a bunch of fear and, of course, and distrust. Absolutely. And, and okay. So deal with it. Oh, go get wow. help. Go go be courageous You're enough a truth to say. Teller. I appreciate that. Well, it's in in. I'm not the most confrontational person in our. <laughs> you marriage. sounded pretty confrontational <laughs> right there. Well, it's easy to tell other people to yeah. do that. I, I typically am an avoider. But the truth is, a part of what Aaron and I have tried to do is to make temptation a normal part of the conversation that that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. In other words, what 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 do we do when we're feeling? attracted to someone or what do we do if, if Aaron goes, man, this, this relationship, um, it just, it makes me feel uncomfortable in, in, and we've, we've made that a a safe thing to be able to talk about. Yeah. I'm not saying that that will be a safe conversation for you and that's okay. So, so go get help, go to a counselor and, and, and talk through this. And I think just training our marriage that we can have hard conversations is so healthy. Secrets are so destructive. Yeah. And I like, Aaron, how you said that. Be aware of your own vulnerabilities. So if there's a colleague at work that you find yourself wanting to be around, you know, step back. What is going on for me? Hmm. You know, something's going on for me. I need to really pay attention to that. I think, John, it's really at the end of the day, it's it's guarding the little things. It's these small little yeah. compromises mm-hmm. that we make that, that well, okay, I'm just gonna share a little tiny personal information about my marriage to this opposite sex person. And it's just noticing these small little compromises, boy, those can add up and all of a sudden we're in a spot that we never ever dreamt that we would ever be in. Mm. And it's worth having a conversation with your spouse about what are our rules around the opposite sex and friendships. Because what works for Greg and I might look very different in someone else's marriage, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's developing an agreement that these are our rules that I'm not going to go to lunch with the opposite sex alone. Um, I know here at Focus, they put parameters in place even for those that are traveling together. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to have those conversations, even though they might be uncomfortable, it might be difficult, you might disagree, it's worth fighting for. So yeah. you're on the same page, you know what the expectation is. And if any of this uh, is representing a challenge for you, call us, get in touch, talk to a counselor. You can have a free consultation with one of our caring Christian counselors who can help you kind of get some ideas for discussing these things with your spouse, for setting boundaries, for dealing with the temptations. And we have a lot of great resources here as well, including the Shriver's book, Unfaithful, Hope and Healing After Infidelity. 
their powerful story of redemption. That's available as our thank you gift when you make a monthly pledge or one-time gift of any amount. So get in touch today and we'll send that to you. Uh, We've got the contact info in the show notes. We'll hear more from Gary and Mona next time. For now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.